0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, September 16th. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Gainesville's Immigrant Neighbor Inclusion Initiative, or GINI for short, announced this week the progress that they have made in the six months since unveiling a blueprint for becoming a welcoming city to immigrants. Initial efforts, which are supported by $300,000 in American Rescue Plan funding, have focused on expanded translation services. I spoke with WUFT's Report for America core reporter Katie Heisen about what steps have been made towards language inclusion and what is yet to come for the initiative.
1: In March, Gainesville became the first Florida city to publicly launch a blueprint to become certified as a welcoming city to immigrants. This week the agencies involved presented updates on what's been accomplished towards that goal in the six months since.
0: Can you get into a little bit of detail about what the Gainesville Immigrant Neighbor Inclusion Initiative is and what it has accomplished in these six months?
1: So that initiative, Ginny for short, is made up of about 200 people from a dozen local agencies It's a collaboration between the city and local nonprofits, and Ginny is behind that blueprint I mentioned. Most of the steps taken have centered on language inclusion, so key city materials are being translated into five languages. Local agencies, including the police and the school system, are piloting a language access line that would essentially provide translation services for interactions with community members. They're also hiring positions to support the Blueprint's goals. So the city is hiring its first-ever immigration affairs manager. The school district hired a full-time translator and is staffing a new welcome center for families not proficient in English. I do think it's important to note, though, that advocates say these steps are long overdue. The Civil Rights Act requires that agencies receiving federal funding have to provide equal access to information and services. And in Gainesville, there's a couple thousand neighbors identified as not being English proficient, and those are just the people caught by a survey. And we've had these events in recent years that highlight what happens when that access isn't provided.
0: You mentioned recent events that kind of highlight the need for this initiative. What are you talking about there?
1: Gainesville Police Department's chief inspector referred to one of those high profile incidents at the presentation this week. Several years ago, Spanish speaking officers were sent to a scene, but the parties involved actually spoke a Mayan dialect. Earlier this year, a deaf man was arrested and officers never called for an interpreter. He says he didn't understand the Miranda rights card before he was questioned and he was later found guilty. And the hiring of the translator by the school district arose after a student was considering suicide and their family didn't speak English and the school was scrambling to find someone to share that information with the parents. those are just a few examples of that kind of incident. So what are some of the responsibilities of these new language access officials who have been hired? The district's interpreter specifically should be available to public school students and families at any time of day. City government is also designating language inclusion champions in every department so that in any interaction with a non-English speaker, there should be someone who understands how to use the language access line and can make sure appropriate services are requested. So what are the next steps for Ginny? The updates given are still in process for the most part and will likely take time to finish. And it's just a start. Mayor Lauren Poe himself said, it's not as if the city will have achieved full inclusivity in a year. It's going to be an ongoing journey. The blueprint has ambitious goals in a lot of different areas, not just language inclusion. The end vision is an equal seat at the table and full participation by our foreign born neighbors in shaping our community. Is there anything else about this story that you think is significant? I think there's so many misconceptions about immigrants. The population in Gainesville paid almost $54 million in taxes in 2019 and represented more than 11% of the spending power in the city. So their success is intertwined with all of ours. That
0: was WUF. Report for America Corps reporter Katie Hyson on the city of Gainesville's effort towards language inclusion and welcoming immigrants. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The Tampa City Council rejected further funding for a controversial wastewater proposal. According to WUSF, the project would have repurposed up to 50 million gallons of wastewater per day into the local aquifer, river systems, and even drinking water. But the plan is receiving pushback from city residents and environmental groups who say that injecting wastewater contaminants into the drinking supply will harm people and wildlife alike. While the wastewater would meet state and federal standards, environmentalists say that trace amounts of pharmaceuticals and other understudied contaminants will still be present in the water, and science hasn't confirmed yet if that will have long-lasting impacts. Tropical storm Fiona is headed towards Puerto Rico with maximum sustained winds of about 50 miles per hour. According to the Palm Beach Post, Fiona is expected to strengthen, with winds reaching up to 70 miles per hour by Monday. This puts the storm just short of hurricane strength. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said on Thursday that undocumented immigrants were sent to, quote, greener pastures, as he defended the state's participation in a pair of flights carrying about 50 migrants, including children, to Martha's Vineyard Airport. According to the News Service of Florida, this week's surprise migrant relocation drew national attention and harsh criticism from Venezuelan Americans in Florida during a hastily arranged news conference Thursday in Doral. While the governor's office claimed credit for the relocation effort, details are still emerging about Florida's involvement and the people now receiving care from Massachusetts officials.